Hello and welcome to the Zen Brain Podcast, where we explore holistic alternatives to psychiatric medication and strategies for conscious lifestyle change. We'll be right back after a short message from our sponsors. Hey, this is Michael, and I wanted to share with you um, an exciting training that I went through in amino acid and nutrient therapy. Um, and some of you might um, be wondering, what is amino acid therapy and why should I be interested in it? Well, what I learned is that this is an easy and affordable way for my clients to effectively support their brains um, while they're um, in some kind of a therapeutic or healing journey and they can do this without the use of medication. Uh, amino acids are the building blocks of our mood-mediating neurotransmitters, which, as you probably know, often get depleted during times of stress, trauma, and periods where we're not taking care of ourselves. Well, this depletion significantly contributes to our client's symptoms of depression, anxiety, overwhelm, insomnia, um, and their cravings for their favorite addictions. So when my clients added these amino acids and nutrients uh, to their diets along with mood-supporting foods, um, I was delighted to find out that many of them were able to participate in their healing process more robustly and effectively and were more able to make those positive changes in their lives uh, more efficiently. So. I found Christina because I was on the board for the Alliance for Addictions and Solutions, and I found her uh, to be very clear um, and, and a very effective teacher, and her, her warmth and her compassion to quickly support her students and her clients um, only added to the sense of, of confidence as I learned and incorporated these new skills uh, into to my practice and my personal life. So uh, check the link in the description. Um, I encourage you to check out Christina's free masterclass on how to use nutritional strategies to reduce cravings, drug relapse, uh, depression, um, and anxiety uh, for your clients. Welcome to the show. This is Michael Pierce. Today I wanted to just review some numbers of children and adolescents taking psychiatric drugs in the United States. Um, I'll put the link in the description to this article. Um, this is extracted January 2021, so it's new. Um, and uh, there, there are alternatives and solutions um, to getting on these medications that aren't as risky and will actually help you get better. Um, so if you are on any of these medications and you want to get off, talk to your doctor. Um, if you're considering it and you want to try something else first, um, let me know and I'll see what I can do. So let's just go through some numbers just to give you an idea. Let's first start with ADHD drugs. So kids from 0 to 17 years 
um, there's 3,155,441. If you break it down by age, you've got 310 that are like under a year, which I don't even understand. I don't know that's, I mean, I guess I'd have to see the case, but um, 1,300 from two to three years old, 57,010 in the ages of four to five years, Six to twelve year olds, one million seven hundred fifty thousand four hundred eighty-one. Uh, Thirteen through seventeen years, we've got one million four hundred nine thousand four hundred thirty-eight. These are just kids. We're not even getting into any adults. Um, antidepressants. Um, wow. Seven thousand eight hundred eleven for kids under a year. For kids two to three, twelve thousand one hundred thirty-seven. Four to five years old, 18,911. Six to 12 years, 543,120. 13 to 17 years old, 1,605,375. Which is sad as it stands, but I, I have a feeling that these numbers are probably higher than this. Antipsychotics, 1,318 under the year, under age of one. Ages 2 to 3, 7,873. Ages 4 and 5, 22,180. Antipsychotic drugs here, four, five-year-olds. 6 to 12 years old, 304,754. And then the teenagers, 13 to 17, 502,372. Anti-anxiety, I imagine this one's going to be pretty high. A year and less, 60,068 on anti-anxiety drugs. Can you imagine what that's doing to these babies' brains? Two to three years old, 89,453. Four to five years old, 90,716. Six to 12 years old, 357,976. And then the teens, 13 to to 17, 571,210. And anti-anxiety drugs, if they're benzos, man, those are the harder. Those are harder to get off than opiates. A lot of times, these are nasty, addictive. You come off, you get anxiety. Not fun. It's a potential long-term damage going down a path you might not be able to come back to. That's why I'm an advocate for alternatives to medication. So, mood stabilizers under a year, twenty-one thousand five hundred ninety-three, because apparently babies um, have mood swings, and you got to manage that with drugs and medics and you know toxins and whatever the hell else is in these things. Two to three years old, thirty-six thousand nine hundred eighty-six. Four to five years old, fifty thousand two hundred six. Um, I wonder if these kids just need a hug. You know, here, honey, you're you're being a, ch- a child. You're being a normal kid. Here, take this pill so you can chill the fuck out. That's that's what the message is. Um, anyway, six to twelve years uh, old, two hundred eighty-nine thousand two hundred sixty-two. Then the teens, thirteen to seventeen, four hundred nineteen thousand two hundred twenty-one. And that's for the United States um, database of in twenty twenty extracted January twenty twenty-one. Um, so. I don't know how that makes you guys feel when you read it. I uh, makes me sad. I don't like it. So um, let's look at holistic, nutrition-based, um, uh, you know, basic day-to-day stuff. Is you know, are the kids getting attention? 
Are they eating too much sugar? Is there a toxin that is in their environment that they're consuming it, that they're around?、Um, are they sleeping at night? What's the sleeping arrangements? Is it a stressful household situation? Before we be putting kids on drugs, let's find out what's up. And this goes for adults too. But I really am looking to to、uh, educate some of the parents who may not know these things, so that、uh, you know we can talk about alternatives. Coming up next, how to enter an altered state of consciousness with phosphine stimulation. Do you have low moods, sad thoughts, or have a foggy mind? Get a daily dose of essential nutrients and amino acids from BrainMD so that you can get through the day with a clear mind. At BrainMD, we've dedicated our careers to helping people feel better by creating extensively researched and tested. Natural products that optimize brain health and balance the body. Increase mental sharpness and productivity today. Click the link in the description to get a free trial. Phosphine stimulation. This is something that most of us did as kids before we fell asleep at night. But it's now become kind of a lost art for us. It is an easy and effective way to reach extraordinary states of consciousness, and is practiced by shamans and monks alike. Some people regard it as such a powerful technique that they disclose it to only trusted students. That is, if you can be trusted, then、uh, continue listening. First, wash your hands and face well. Sit with your eyes closed and gently press your closed lids with your fingers. Observe the colored or black spots that appear. Concentrate on these shapes as a meditation, or continue to manipulate with your fingers and watch them change. This can even be done with your eyes partly open. Fingers pressing through the top or bottom lids, or from the sides. Try variations of this using ice, hot compresses, and even pen light. While I make every effort to broadcast correct information, I am still learning. I will double check all my facts, but realize that medicine is a constantly changing science and art. One doctor may have a different way of doing things from another. I am simply presenting my views in the form of entertainment that will be as evidence-based as possible. I welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of errors. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the podcast. Under no circumstances shall Michael Pierce. Or any guests or contributors to the podcast, or any employees, associates, or affiliates are responsible for damages arising from use of the podcast.